Goblin, son of old. The wordsmith tells the tales of old. Goblins, ghouls, and facts most foul. Welcome ye to Church Gems now. Church Gems now. It's the most spooktacular time of the year. Ah, guys, I I, I changed my mind. Can I go home now? I'm no, you can never go home. <laughs> you, I I need to I need to call my mom to come pick me up. Can I borrow your parents' phone? Nope, you are stuck here forever. Uh-oh. Welcome <laughs> to Church Jams now. That's not a really spooky. It's like there's no way to make church jams. Spooky. Church jams now sounds scary. Church well, hey, uh, jams now. See, that just you sounds like add, you're constipated. <laughs> you could add what's in my cauldron of spook over here, Kylan. <gasps> oh, what's in your cauldron you, of spook? Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick before we get to that. Uh, welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current spooky nerds. Deep dive into Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage. And with me, as always, bubbling up a cauldron of spook, is Mr. T.J. Smith. Feeling very haunted this evening, gentlemen. I've got a bat's wing and Dracula's larynx (laughs) and some clove ginger whiskey uh, and some bitters. Yeah, Yeah, it's a great cocktail. Did you just get back from uh, uh, Southeast Portland? Transylvania's yep, farmer's exactly. market. <laughs> yep. Foraged uh, the ingredients myself. Also with us is creepy <laughs> producer Josh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that had some uh, dimensionality to it. I just made an entrance to that. Only you guys could see. I know. Well, no, th- this will go on the TikTok. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Guys, I love Halloween and spooky season and scary things so yeah, much more than you would anticipate for the host of a 90s uh, and 2000s CCM podcast. I think well, by the time this airs, right, the For Him episode, is that the one right before this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize really, that sequencing. Really setting the tone yeah. for we our Halloween season. We love to talk about season. sequencing. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, guys, we also have a guest, a returning uh, spooky man. <laughs> Did you probably workshop the, any of this? The, no. no <laughs> in, real, in real life, the least spookiest person I know, though. Yeah. Dude, yep. I, you're, I'm spooky. Guys, we have Joe <laughs> Cutler. He was here for the... Uh, Norm, our first Norma Jean episode for yes. the Acidies Burn wrap up episode for our Mailing and the Sons of Disaster episode. So, this is currently putting him in the top place as our most returning. God, I can't talk. Our most returning guest. How do you say that? Yeah, our recurring character. Our, yeah, he's y- been a you, guest. I'm and always host, here. So, that's true. <laughs> I'm like Leprechaun. Left. I'm always back. He has never left. Uh, Joe, what's up, buddy? Hey. Thanks. Enough to a I, wild start. I'm, I'm also spooky. Rah! I mean, boo! Rah. It's like a cheerleader. Rah, rah. Shishkumba. 
Oh, man. Okay. For all of our listeners, I hope you're having a spooktacular Halloween season. So last year for Halloween, if you have not listened, go back and listen to our Halloween episode. We talked about A Boy Witch's Invitation by Carmen, (laughs) uh, which is one of my favorite episodes of all time. We kind of broke format a little bit uh, to just talk about one specific song and its subsequent music video. It's a long form song, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, That was one of my favorite episodes of all time. Great. To follow it up for this Halloween... Uh, what did we decide to do, guys? Well, Kylan, a long, long time ago, I think I can't. It may have been even last year that you suggested and slash put dibs. It was on November first. I'm sure <laughs> you waited at least Halloween. Until you're like, I have our next idea ready. I, honestly, no, I think it was in the same recording as the Witch's Invitation. It probably was, but <laughs> yeah, you picked right. to cover the Zombie EP by The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. How do we feel about that, guys? Is it, is it spooky enough? Eat human flesh. I That's think we'll get into it, but you know, zombies are pretty spooky. Pretty, yeah. pretty I, mean, I got staple. bit by my neighbor, so uh, we'll, <laughs> wait, we'll see how wait this goes. That's, just, that's not on. a zombie thing. That's just what I'm trying to say. That's just I'm a zombie now, and I'm I'm the expert. So. What what state of like turning into one are you? Are you like? Um, I'm, at that, like, I'm at that here. hidden level where I just hide it. Go, no one not, knows yet. It's not. I don't let my group know, so I'm the problem. <laughs> it I'm happened to be like, somewhere you could hide it really easily, like under exactly. your shirt sleeve. Yeah. Uh, I would say my gut. <laughs> <laughs> oh just, man. Just, just like a, just huge. A gaping wound. <laughs> like it looks like a shark got me. That's where. Oh. <laughs> Zombie shark. That's a great idea, guys. Zombie shark. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so Joe, we don't need to know your origin story uh, because it. plenty of people have heard it. So should we just dive right don't in, guys? Yeah, we can. Let's do it. Okay, Josh, do you want to give us a little context? This is our first time covering The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, is. Who who is the devil and why is the devil wearing Prada, Josh? Well, they've got a, a pretty high fashion sense. Since I believe, mm-hmm. from what I gather, from I mean, there's been a lot of media coverage on it. There's been a book, there's been a movie, That's there's true. been a band. So I mean, it seems to be a really important. I know. Thing what next? A that podcast. Everyone needs to know. Yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> a podcast talking about it. So I hope that answers. I hope that answers your question, teacher. Thanks. That clears it all up. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Okay, so the zombie EP <laughs> first came out. No, all right. Now. Tell us more about it. <laughs> all right. So the Devil Wears Prada is originally from Dayton, Ohio. Their career is from 2005 to present. At the time of the Zombie EP, uh, they had all original members at this point. The members are Mike Haranica on lead vocals, Jeremy DePoister on rhythm guitar and vocals. They are currently the only two remaining members still in the band. Oh, wow. Uh, but they're the vocalists. So, I mean, like, if you're going to have any two people, it makes sense to be them. Right. Can I ask uh, a quick question, Josh, before we go on to the other members? Go for it. I'm wondering, as someone who is not uh, super familiar with the Devil Wears Prada, which one is it, Jeremy or Mike, that's doing all the really clean, soaring, high vocals? Can you Jeremy clarify that? Jeremy is doing me? the clean. That's Jeremy. Thank yep. you so much. Cool. Mm-hmm. That I've been wondering that this whole time. Yep, so it is him. You you really helped me there. Thank you. Continue. Happy to help. <laughs> yep. uh, Chris Ruby is on lead guitar. James Bainey is on keyboards, synthesizers, and programming. 
Andy Trick is on bass, which that's a pretty good spooky name for Halloween. Oh, you know? yeah. Andy mm-hmm. Trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's giving us some, tricks. Other he some treats on yeah. here. <laughs> Mike Treats on <laughs> auxiliary <laughs> percussion. And Daniel Box Williams perk. on drums. <laughs> Nice. Zombie EP was released, and it is just Zombie EP. It is not. There's no article preceding right. it uh, on my CD copy that yeah. I have oh, that I purchased. Look at him flexing on the day of release on August 24th of 2010. So Hell at this yes. time, nice, it is nice. 13 years old. I remember this and the Showdown's Blood in the Gears came out on the same day because I went to Best Buy and picked them both up on the same day. The, this wasn't too spooky for you? No, I've been a longtime Prada fan. Before this came out, bro. This is their first EP. Uh, They've previously released three slash kind of four LPs. They re-recorded their first one. Um, And then concept EPs have kind of been a thing that they've continued in certain capacities. This was released on Ferret Music, which they were on for their first couple records. It was produced, mixed, and mastered by Joey Sturgis, who did the first couple Prada stuff he's done Before Their Eyes, Burden of a Day, Attack, Attack, Asking Alexandria, so very big in like that kind of scene and sound. Nice. This debuted on Billboard 200 on number 10, surprisingly. Oh, wow. I thought that was very high for an EP as well. Well, Wait, 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 what was the release date again? August 24th. Oh, weird. weird. The Zombie EP is one of my favorite EPs of all time. (laughs) And it came out in August. Now, do you think that's because like this was the era of like Zombies were zombies were trend, trending like super oh, yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, they're yeah. just like put it out whenever. Just do yeah. just Walking Dead's doing his thing. Yes. Uh what was the other one? World War Z was out. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I was looking I read I saw an interview that Mike Ranica said that it, they watched Zombieland and that's kind of what kickstarted the idea. They're like, Oh, we oh. should do a zombie EP. Mm-hmm. But then I read that like this was I'm sure Kylan can provide some wonderful context of all the other zombie stuff that was happening around this time. But this EP came out two months before The Walking Dead premiered. Right. So, like, it was like zombie was everywhere, zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a hot topic. It was. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 2009, 2010. Like, uh, but this was, like, right before I feel like we became oversaturated with zombies. Yes. Because oh, yeah. zombies kind of had their heyday. Again, they had, like, a resurgence. And then... It got way oversaturated, and then everyone yeah, was sick of zombies. Too much, and they're still trying to do The Walking Dead. The, yeah. like that like, oversaturation has informed how I'm coming to this EP because I did not, you know, have uh, the history that right. m- maybe y'all have with this band. So you thought it was like a cash in with everything else. Going well, on. I knew that it was like still right, like in the middle of like that zeitgeisty moment for zombies, like content, but. For me, it's hard to separate all of the <laughs> the retreads that I've right. been through. Well, can I admit something times. right now? I have never until until today, I have never had any fucking clue <laughs> what any of the lyrics on on this entire EP are, <laughs> and I do not care. <laughs> it's like this is a thousand percent vibe guy. And we'll get into it as we get into the record. Okay. Which is funny to me, if I may say, because I was a big Prada fan. And like we've talked about before, kind of, I think you were kind of over that whenever Prada stopped being like real, like kind of low budget metal. Yeah. I want to get into this a little bit. Yeah. 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 So I'm surprised that because I remember you loved this instantly. You were always jamming to it. But I feel like. 
it's not like a scary record. Like it just sounds like heavy Prada, but without like knowing any lyrics, I'm surprised that you loved it so much. I thought you would have loved it more because of all the zombie lyrics. Uh, no, right. I had no idea what besides the find your walls, build your shelter or whatever, uh, <laughs> maintain protection. That's like that the only it. lyrics I know. <laughs> um, that's great. He's like chainsaw. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that when we get into the record. So yeah. Can I just briefly tell you guys why this was, this has been a wish list for me. Um, let's go. Please okay. Do. First off. I bought this, Joe, when we were living together in Arlington, I bought this on vinyl. And I don't waving know. waving at I, Kylan. <laughs> that was he so cute. Mic. To see it. He waved. That was so cute. <laughs> so I had this on vinyl. Remember we used to listen to it on oh, vinyl and, and do the Snoopy dance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It came, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it came, the vinyl came with the graphic novel, right? Oh, yeah. you yeah. had that. Nice. And I sold it because I was a dummy. How dare you? Uh, I sold it to like half price books for like no money. Which we've talked about before on previous episodes. <laughs> the pattern in your life. Uh, no, it was it was like a single two month period where like I didn't have a job, and so I was just like very slowly <laughs> selling off everything that I loved, <laughs> and then got a job, and couldn't buy it back because half price books jacked up the prices. I am a big spooky movie guy, as you guys know. This is literally my favorite time of the year. And I love zombie movies. I, I do want to ask you guys, well, Joe, I know you're like on my level in terms of horror movies. And then yeah, TJ, yeah. I think you're like, I don't think you consume as much horror content, but you're willing to give it a shot if there's something interesting story-wise or like it, if they're like, yeah, if it's like maybe a little more like highbrow. Yep. I feel yeah, like that's, that's fair. Like it, you it's... like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's pigeonholing me, but it's it's so accurate. So right? I can't yeah, even yeah. Be mad about it. <laughs> but no, like case in point, the menu. Right? We both like. Right. Yeah. Really yeah. enjoyed that that mm -hmm. movie. That was a recent one that kind of blew my mind, and that's kind of heady horror. Right. And I mm. I love it. So I do too. Yeah. But I also love the like your Frankenhookers and pul your pulpy stuff. Your yeah. trick or treats and your. Uh, Right. Uh, slumber party massacres and what have oh, yeah. you, yeah. you know. Um, Josh, I don't fully know where you land on horror movies. I'm a little weird because I love Halloween and spooky season and all that stuff, but I do not like horror movies because I'm too scared, and that's not something I really want to subject myself to. I we talked that. about it because I watched Last Night in Soho recently, and I feel like that was right at the level of, like, thriller slash horror and then, that well, I want to go to. It's mostly mm. thriller, and then right at the end, it's like, oh, by the yeah. way, it's actually a horror movie. That's a, that's about <laughs> the, the ceiling for me. I'm right. like, that's I'm fine with that. More than mm. this, probably not. Is there a genre, like a subgenre of horror or a style or a movie specifically that you can think of other than that one that's maybe a little more classic or more mainstream? I love The Shining. Okay, oh, cool. So that's you'll yeah. hang out there. Yes, like, cool. all day. That realm. Okay. Good to know. See, I have okay, so I have this theory about like horror movies. It's that area of like this is my favorite episode. Because I absolutely <laughs> lo I love horror movies, and they never affect me. But my wife, on the other hand, is the she's like, ah, I don't know how you watch it, and I'm like, oh, right. because I know this wouldn't realistically happen. <laughs> like you can suspend that, your disbelief for the movie, but you know that in reality. Right. It's the what if. I go, yeah, but right. if that happened, that'd be crazy, yeah. right? And I can go, cool, I can enjoy the story, right? 
right. But you can get distance. the parallel of it where you go, ooh, that that might be a real thing. Like stuff with right. like within like a paranormal aspect, you're like, ooh, ooh. And then it gets weird, and then you're like, okay, you lost me. But but I wonder if it's almost <laughs> kind of like a neurodivergent kind of thing of, like, being able to, like, separate that and then take these sort of micro doses of uh, high-intensity emotional expression, like, through, mm. you know what I mean? I think, so I think there's something is, to that. Uh, being neurodivergent, we're just like... I don't feel my feelings at all, ever. <laughs> right. So you yeah, can yeah. just enjoy it. You're just <laughs> yeah. like, huh. or or this is how you, you feel your feelings. Like right. you, like you're yeah. proje- you're able to like hang out in that world, and that's how you access them. You're like, yeah, this is this well, is what I mean, that's because here's my story, thing: right? is like I yeah, am right. a, I am I have ADHD and pretty high anxiety, and I watch a horror movie a day throughout all of October. And I have to say, like, I do feel the most mentally healthy. It like, <laughs> like, it actually chills by you the out. end of like, October. Yeah. Do you, it, do you think it's because it like validates your anxiety? You're like, yeah, maybe this is exactly. This is why I'm on edge all the time. Yeah. Or no, I think it's more of like, <laughs> oh, here's like those guys. Like, here's like a brief, <laughs> a brief way to like feel really anxious, and then kind of get that out. You and get then it it's out like of your system. Done. And then it's done. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm going to approach every like horror or thriller like any any sort of Halloween-esque mm-hmm. content or spooky content I'm gonna approach it that way and see and just if be maybe like, it's more accessible to me. what is the director trying to make me feel like stuff as somebody's yeah. like getting their head blown off there it's like oh, yeah it's a feel in this right. moment but then there's also Joe you know there's also the aspect with you and I of being like the kind of film nerds that we are that yeah, it's like, like how did this get made right yeah yeah it's yeah. like oh yeah. man that's like a really like that was a really good transition or like i yeah, really like, oh, like yeah. i really oh, like the thing sound design. the practical effects right. in that in that yeah. movie yeah. are just it's, like unreal. it's finding how they do it practically but like being able to tell a true story or not a true story but just like a really good story in like a visual way i'm just like that is beautiful yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then my wife's like, that's beautiful. I'm just sitting here at, <laughs> yeah. at 180 BPM and just. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So back to the Devil Wears Prada. Oh, a yeah. Band who to channeled right all of what we're yes. saying into an EP. Yes. Yes. Right? Not a cash cow. I don't I think mean, so. I mean, maybe a I little. Think can were... it be both? Can it be both? I think, I think so. it can be both. I, I feel like it can be, yeah. I want to make a yeah. zombie album. I still think it was before it was and too much. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. It was at the right time. Yeah. Yet. So there's still some artistic integrity in there. Yeah. So as previously mentioned, I just immediately fell in love with this album. And I was pretty out. At, 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 the, the funny thing for me is like, so Dear Love, A Beautiful Discord, I love that album. And it is really shitty. Right, like the production <laughs> is like bad. it's so bad, it's not <laughs> and I love it, and I love zombie EP, and this is kind of like uh, the Patreon episode that we were talking about, kind of one album wonders. I honestly do not really care for the rest of Devil Wears Prada's discography, <laughs> and I've tried, and I don't like a lot of the super like, you know. You can tell the drums are programmed. Everything's mm-hmm. super highly compressed, kind of metal thing that they fall into. But Zombie EP is such a vibe, dude. I I really it. like the Zombie EP because like it's that area of like 
hey, you want to do a theme album of this, and these five tracks are going to be, like, a zombie movie. But then, like, adding the weird stuff, you know? Just being like, let's add... The, it's just like soundbite central and right. like what can we do to make this feel like a horror movie almost? immersive yeah and yeah. i'm like yes yep. and i think like, that's I f- the thing for me yeah it's i feel it's- like this out al- like this ep if it could have been in the like i feel like if it was like they made the album they're like this could be a rock opera because like almost lyrically you listen to it and you're like this could have been on stage like yeah. very well, like, cause like you can think of like AFI has the all Hallows Eve EP, right? Where it's yeah, like yeah. Halloween classic, but it's mm-hmm. just songs. It's just regular music that people are like, this is a, a central Halloween item, but like, you could listen to it. Like, it sounds like just like regular music, right? But yeah. this is different. Cause they have the, the Foley stuff. They've got the extra mm-hmm. like yeah. stuff weaving in and out. Like that's, I think what sets this on another yeah. level. Uh, Josh, TJ and Joe, I want to hear uh context from y'all about, the zombie EP. I know Josh bought it. Yeah, Josh I bought Dale. it. I, I got in to Prada in like 2008 uh, with Plagues, and then uh, I was fully in with Roots Above and was still in with this, and I really loved Dead Throne when it came out. 818 was when they kind of started to, like in 2013, I was kind of like, eh, kind of started to wane a little bit on them. And then have I've listened to some of their more recent stuff, but there was like a couple years where I was just kind of like fell off with Prada. But this was like right in the middle of like, Maybe peak, not quite peak product season for me, but pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Pretty close. Hey, Josh, was this, like, remind me, is this right in between uh, Branches Below and Dead Throne? Yeah. With Roots Above is 09, this is 2010, and Dead Throne is 2011. Okay. You can definitely hear that, like, nuance of Branches Below in this EP. And then Dead Throne is, like, they cut out all synth, all like that area and they're like we're just going hard we're serious now yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're like this is what we do now and i'm like i am here for it (laughs) so yeah that's that's where i am with this ep i got into del wars prada in their early ages i'm great i guarantee you they were all teenagers when they were were like their very first album and then over time have seen them grow i've gone to their 10 year for uh dead throne and like all this stuff so like I am so excited to go through this because it's just such a fun little EP that you're just like, yeah, this is great. This is yeah. fun. It's just fun for like a metal band. I'm like, yeah. this, aw, <laughs> look at that. That's so cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. TJ, what about you? I want to hear. Yeah. Your, I know meanwhile. You're, you're our I'm... least metal guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, I was like, I don't know, listening to Dawes and. Sufjan Stevens and yeah in 2010 what were you listening ba- to <laughs> like like I was barely listening to Meridional from Norma Jean in oh, 2010 man, ba- like barely mm. and and that record's great like but but I just like had less this was a season for me where I had less and less capacity for heavy music and mm, so right. gosh this was only a month and a half after Meridional too what a summer Mm-hmm. Wow! But it yeah, was also that, it was also the same year as Contra by Vampire Weekend, Suburbs yeah. by Arcade Fire. Ex- Kylan gets uh, it. This is happening by LCD Sound System. Thank Tourist you. History by Two Door Cinema Club. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> you understand. You understand. King of That's the, Beach the mode by Waves. I was in. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, I was in like I was in my core indie kid season. <laughs> so I, yeah, I I, I kind of the Devil Wears Prada bus uh, sort of missed me and had plenty of friends, you guys included who were fans of theirs. Um, Kylan, obviously you were like a on the boat, off the boat kind of 
situation. Just the zombie but, EP, man. Yeah, just, but like, yes. I, I I had a slew of friends who were who were like you, uh, like with different albums of theirs, and then also who were like stalwart fans from you know first album right. to the end. But uh, I never really got into them, so I have very little context other than just like, oh, this is the Devil Wears Prada. Uh, my friend is cranking this in in their car while, while right. we ride to wendy's through the drive-thru like <laughs> that's my, that's my like association with with this band or like you know going to whataburger at 2 a.m for a honey butter chicken biscuit let's so is this turn your this first up. like is this your first like true like or intentional experience with this EP? yes my first foray into into devil or Prada and critically general, or critically listening to any of their right. material yes okay yeah. Cool. Well, I should say too, uh, we're doing this all in one. So, uh, should we give flopper bops, or should we just kind of roll into it? We can say what we would have said. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It'd be quick. All right. So, uh, Stone Cold Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is one of, this, this is ju- this, this is one of the greatest m- meldings of different loves of my life together in, wow. in one beautiful package and i love gory, i love package. that you love it so much but you're like this is really the only thing for the most part i love <laughs> by them love. they did it yeah, so yeah. well here but yeah. the rest of it and i don't care about and and take into account i have no <laughs> fucking clue what they're saying throughout the entire Hot album dog. for the last 13 years <laughs> that's so good i love that uh easy bop for me i would have said bop for sure cool yeah from the beginning i would say easy bop i I when you were like, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm giddy. I'm ready to dive into it. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Hell yeah, TJ. Giddy is such a good word, Joe. I love that. <laughs> uh, um, spooky giddy though. You know. sp- spooky. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Spooky. Spitty. Woo-hoo. Can we call yeah. it spitty? spitty. Yes, yeah, spitty. 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 Oh, I feel spitty right now. <laughs> I feel so spitty. I, there's spitty a little spitty in the, in my cauldron of spook over here, y'all. Ooh. You want? I can dole yeah. you out some. A little for Kylan, a little for Joe. Josh, you want some spitty? I don't know. That sounds a little too scary for you. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some zombie virus in there. I don't. I can't promise. Uh, What about you? No. Okay. (laughs) I was waiting on Josh's answer. I was was trying to think of something. No. I'll. I'll. I'll see how the other guys react to it first, and then I'll see. I might take a little bit. We know Joe's infected, so yeah. So I can't really use him as a control. The jury's out. Who knows what's happening with him right now, biologically? Um, I I would have I would have probably given this like a an on the fence bear flop. I think that's probably what I would have said. That makes sense. It's too like, scary. The whole time close. I've been listening to this, I've, I've been like, man, it's what is TJ thinking? <laughs> what is TJ thinking? <laughs> Actually, it's not even it's too not scary. scary. It's, just like, it's just so heavy. It's just, yeah, oh, it's just man. not. That's what I mean. Because, well, we've talked about that on previous metal episodes. That just regular metal is, is sometimes true. too scary for you. So <laughs> regular metal plus <laughs> zombies is like, ooh. But I like zombies. There's, but there's enough theatrics to this as well that might lure him in. So. Yeah, I think it's so funny because Josh is like, I love metal music, hardcore music, and I will follow it till the end. But horror, <laughs> as a film genre, shut up! I don't want it. <laughs> Get it out of here. Unless no, it's thank this. you. Don't no, you trick me. It's really just if it's the jump scares. If you could show me a horror movie, <laughs> oh, they like this has oh, zero jump scares. Oh. I'll be like, I'm down. I got plenty, dude. I got plenty. Okay. I got a whole list for you. 
Okay. The wedding uh, Also, T- TJ, your wife just started following church names now on Instagram. <laughs> right Hot <now>. dog. <laughs> That's scary. That is That's right scary. now. <laughs> um, okay. Happy Halloween, guys. We're going to take a Halloween. When we come back, uh, we are going to spooky deep dive into zombie EP by the Devil Wears Prada. I got to come up with other adjectives and verbs. Hey jammers, interrupting the show here to talk about our favorite sponsor ever, CollideRecords.com. For those of you that may not know, or if it's your first time listening to us, CollideRecords.com has been the greatest sponsor ever. They have vinyl, CDs, all of your physical media needs that you might have. A lot of stuff that we actually cover on this show. That's true. And you know what's even better is if you use our promo code. We have a promo code. You can get what percentage off? Uh, 20% off. 20? 20. 20. 20%. That's wild. Josh, what's that promo code? Hit them with it. Promo code is churchjamsnow, all one word, to get 20% off your first order at Collide Records. Uh, And I would recommend just going and checking out their new releases tab to see what they've Mm recently got in stock or mm-hmm. check out their pre-orders as well. They've always got some new cool stuff coming in as well. In addition to looking up all your old favorites of super hard to find CDs or very awesome precedents of vinyl. I mean, yeah. So fill out that back cool catalog, you know, and do it exactly. a little, a uh, little on the cheap. It's the way to go. So we'll say that one more time. Colliderecords.com promo code church jams now for 20% off your first purchase. Let's get back to the show. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed those ads as much as we enjoyed making them. Guys, we're here and we're creepy and we want brains. And by brains, I mean critical analysis of Zombie EP by (laughs) Devil Wears Prada. Great segue. So smooth. (laughs) Not sweaty at all. (laughs) Squeaky guitars. So I will say, right before we dive into it, I'm going to lean pretty heavily on you guys for like music notes, like for the way we typically do the show. And what I'm going to contribute mostly is I have paired each of the five songs from this EP of with course. a zombie movie oh, that I feel fits the vibe. Oh, that makes me so happy. All right. And then I, I, I will briefly talk about each of those zombie movies. So... In this spooky season, if you're if you're looking for some scares beyond the auditory scares of Zombie EP by Devil Wears Prada and want some for your eyes as well, uh, I have a few recommendations for zombie movies that I feel pair well uh, with this EP. That's great. Without further ado, should we get right into it, guys? Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's dive right in with track number one. This was the Devil Wears Prada's first release where they did not have funny song titles because oh, they had that for yeah. their first three oh, really? records. And then with this, they got serious. Right. They're just like, 
one word song titles and then after this they just have regular serious grown-up song titles so it, it was like a gateway drug into serious yeah. artwork yep mm-hmm. a zombie concept ep mm-hmm. we um, want to be taken seriously let's see what ep about zombie <laughs> yeah our last <laughs> album had a song called assistant to the regional manager maybe right. we don't do that this next record <laughs> <laughs> we're grown-ups now yeah maybe I, maybe it's because this charted and they were like whoa we got to take ourselves seriously now. I do love the Foley work, though. Like it's the best part oh, yeah. of the record, dude. This is yeah. a oh, yeah. perfect album opener. Yeah, and the sound design—it's pretty cool. On it's, this, they're they, they do such a good job of just immersing you in this idea of a zombie movie, right? Yeah, is, I just put I put in my notes. I put Soundbite Central. And I'm here for it because yeah. it, it just like makes those hit parts hit so much harder. Well, especially like I like how they have like the synth strings that hit on certain things like the blimp, like it immediately, yeah. I think, pulls from like the horror of like a horror score or something like that, like of making you feel that way. It's like we're going to borrow that as well. So you right. get that same feeling from yeah. having the strings like crescendo. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels very uh, Harry Manfredini. Who did the uh, the score for all the Friday the Thirteenth? Oh yeah, a bunch of yeah, other yeah, like yeah. classic Friday the Thirteenth horror movie uh, kind of thing. The speaking of sound effects, the shotgun cocking, yes, mm-hmm. and blowing into a breakdown, <laughs> and <laughs> you then, couldn't do that anywhere else. You couldn't and, do it anywhere else. Although I don't understand why every band that has breakdowns doesn't do that because it's the coolest (laughs) fucking thing I have ever heard in my entire goddamn life. And then, and then on the second one, there's a second shotgun blast and you hear the shells like clink onto the floor. I'm just, Oh, it's Mm -hmm. the coolest thing. I just love it so much. (laughs) And it gets me amped for just life. Like, I just want to like, punch through a wall when i hear that like in a good way like it's not just the shotgun though like it's like you know i we we all know this because we've listened to the record but for anybody listening that hasn't they they set the stage with like this storm scene there's like a there's like a rumbling thunder and rain kind of happening and and it really paints a picture like a cold open on a on a like horror movie like a zombie Mm -hmm. film and so you know, not only that, but then at a certain point, there's like the sounds of the horde. Like there's these kind of like growls and kind of rumbling, mumbling, moaning, mm. and then the shotgun comes in. So it, it's right. like the the stage has been set for the shotgun to make sense contextually. Yeah, it's, it's not, not just because it's cool. Yeah, right. Although it if belongs. they did it just because it's cool, it'd be. Fine. I would also it'd be work. fine with it. I yeah. would, it was. It pretty would still cool. be the the coolest fucking thing I've ever yeah. heard. I like the plinky piano thing. Mm. That, yeah. That's very cool. Around 118 was where I where I noted it. Do we think that's a the that plinky piano at 118? Do we think that's a MIDI, like a VST? Surely sound. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so much of the heavy lifting like that on bands that have this kind of sound is done by the producer. Mm-hmm. Because that's the, unfortunately for. For Devil's Prada and for this EP, that's that was one moment of Foley work that I was like taken out a little bit. I was like, instead of seeing 
a steampunk zombie survivor bleeding from his biceps, sitting in a shadowy corner of a dive bar playing a cracked up right piano like I want to see. Instead of seeing that, I see a hipster producer <laughs> in their right. bedroom playing an Akai mini. Right. Like to make that little like yeah, yeah. out of tune piano sound. But I think that's what That they, was the one got, moment and that no, was like James an and he's got like the swooshy emo hair. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He wears yep. he wears jeans with uh, sandals. He's know? he's wearing like, toms yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. the one moment that kind of took me out of it. But everything else, sound design wise, across the CP, I'll go ahead and say yeah. it was like. Well, I, I think the MIDI piano, what I mean, that's been that that was a big thing on all the previous Devil Wears Prada things. Yeah, they did like the Euro metal string synths yes. on all their stuff. Yeah. So, and I think yeah. it works largely. Like that was the one moment where I was like, hmm. I want this to be a real piano. Just like a real, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Get a little bit of warmth in there. Yeah. I will say right at the end at 423, there's a synth line that they put right at the, the end there, right after the last line. I don't know if you can hear it, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's like a, like a saw bass. A little saw. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, that was, I didn't hear that. And I went, that was, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I will say, oh, I will say, like, uh, lyrically, kind of through this whole EP, uh, it is very, this is why it makes me think of a rock opera. Cause, like, if this was theater and, like, uh, it's like, but almost like that campy area of, like, lyrics. But I'm very curious if, like, some of these lyrics are lines from movies. Like, their mass numbers make up for slow speeds as the clumsy as these beasts may be. Like, I'm like, is that a line from a movie? Cause you know how, like, what was that? Uh, as I lay dying, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger project. Uh, he did? Austrian death machine, Austrian death machine. And like all his lyrics are just lines from Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger movies. movies. <laughs> and now I'm like, now I'm like, is, are, is that a line? Is that a line from a movie? I don't think so. I I think it's just a general vibe. I think they're just mm-hmm. vibing on the zombie tropes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that Mike, uh, I, I read about an interview where he mentioned that he read uh, World War Z and mm-hmm. um, the book Pri- is Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. And zombies, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that was like kind of... And, and and you mentioned Zombieland earlier, Josh, being an inspiration as well. So I feel like it is just kind of he's he's got these subconscious like ideas kind of washing over him and inspiring some of the lyrical content. So the, and and this will be a, a consistent theme for me with the CP. So I'll, I might as well go ahead and kind of show my hand a little bit. But I like the lyrical material, but. I'm also like I'm not quite bought in um, at this right. point uh, on a on a narrative basis. Like if it's a concept EP and it's about zombies, I'm like, cool. Who's the protagonist? Like, who are we fighting for? Who are we identifying with? Who are we hoping makes it? And even if they don't at the end, even if they die, right? Who are we sort of connecting to? There's no right. one at this point in the track in right. track one, right. and well, that that's... to me is like a bit of a detractor personally. It's very macro. It's very vague. It's very generic. Um, the lines are great. They land. Which so okay. this is just a personal qu- yeah, yeah, like yeah. qualm that I have. I no, want to like find that person and like because typically them. a concept album is like it's a story. You're exactly. following a, a narrative or a character to like that. This is Correct. like 
all the songs on here relate to the idea of a yes. zombie apocalypse, but there isn't a story on most of the songs. Right. It's just like, right. these are elements of zombies and like, it all fits into that world, but totally. yeah, DJ, there's no story or right. character you're introduced to. Which yet. totally leads me into my first zombie movie pairing. All right. Is 2007's Planet Terror by Robert Rodriguez. Nice, uh, nice. So going strictly on vibe, yeah, uh-huh. it, it's it's kind of a similar thing because Planet Terror is intentionally sort of an homage to B movies of the seventies mm-hmm. and eighties. Uh, it's a lot of tropes. It's a right. lot of uh, sort of surface level. This is kind of flat. Like, here's a girl that doesn't have a leg. Let's stick a. a machine gun, gun on it <laughs> yeah uh, you know but it's like it's kind of gross it like evokes a feeling but it doesn't really have like much to say but it's really fun right mm. uh which was kind of the vibe i got from this song as well yeah. yeah it's it's like setting us it's it's creating a setting for us yeah but yeah but not doing much more right it's more about tone than plot like right. plot is yeah. sort of non-essential and right. and the you know. tone is that gun cocking right that's what <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly right, you got me back nailed it you joe right yeah right. well and i think i think tj and i, I think we read the same ap track by track interview where mike talks about like the idea for this song is just like it's just running from zombies and that, mm-hmm. that's why this song is like non-stop and it's like it's just like the first initial stage of like zombies are breaking out like you just have to run panic. Like that's all this song kind of is like thematically. Right. So it flows yeah. into why there's not specifics or right. like it's just, Which, yeah. And that also kind of goes, goes back to my zombie movie pairing. It's like just balls to the wall action. Yep. Right. It's just like from start to finish, just mm. heavy Mad breathing. Fury just, Road. yeah, just <laughs> nonstop <laughs> assault your senses of just insanity right yeah. and i'm here for it yeah and i'm here for it too sonically right i love how brutal it starts out like i i actually really enjoyed it like i kind of let it wash over me and on a vibe level i was feeling it however because i come to music with like a little bit of a you know needing some emotional connection or intellectual connection because that wasn't there i was like hmm is this concept EP going to be like, is the concept part going to be strong enough? But, but on a sonic level, this song is great. It's a cool opener. It goes so hard. The drums are great. I love that departure at, I think it's like two thirty-six, where Jeremy has that high vocal line. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a six, eight shift from the four, four throughout the rest of the song. It's a total like curveball that hooked me. I was like, this is awesome. There's a blistering guitar line at 335. There's a lot to love about this song, especially as an opener to the EP. Right. So yeah. vibe-wise, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, it's a tone setter. I now know which is going to be your favorite song, TJ. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what you have said so far. Okay. I, ho- I I can't wait to see if you're right. Yeah. I can't wait to see either. Is this I anybody wanna... else's favorite song? No. 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 Okay. okay. I do want to <laughs> say, I, I do like, I have some specific lyrics. I like, oh, look, Joe, that was... Ghastly. Hey, oh, I'm, there we I, go. I told Ghastly. you I could be spooky. <laughs> you might you say can. It was you eerie. can. 
Oh, it was. It was. Uh, lyrics <laughs> I liked are, if your decisions include, reget, include regret, then mm. it's already too late, which yeah, that's a yeah. good line. And then a there's line. a proportion to be met between escape and defense. Mm. It's cool. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, but yeah. I like it. You know, it, It's an interesting idea, and it's one that like I, I'll have to chew on a little more to like extract any meaning from, to be honest. But it sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a proportion to be met between escape and defense right yeah. which it feels very much uh, we, we kind of talked about this on the norma Jean episode too of the kind of a lot of these metal dudes of this era kind of wrote lyrics more about how cool they sound and how to like prove that you know smart words than yep. actually saying something right but yes i think it totally works within the context of yeah of this EP and that little uh, like bridge like departure thing that I mentioned a second mm-hmm. ago that was in six eight I like that line too try to contain every ounce of sorrow our hearts have no room for this that feels like a a good distillation of what this song is it's like right. you got any emotion leave it on the cutting room floor like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't belong here you got to just There's run no time for you got to run yeah yeah mm-hmm. got to survive that's the thing is like you know we talked about how this was like maybe potentially a cash grab but if it was like i i think that's kind of secondary because i feel like they did just put a lot of thought into how this entire project came across mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well and the songs are good it's like right. they wouldn't yeah, just yeah. like uh, we can make this and it'll be fine oh, if we, we just do okay right. songs like no the songs are good so yeah yep. sweet well do we have anything else about escape nope just a just a fun loving time in that song. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Let's it, move on. Nothing more fun than running from some zombies. Dude, it was so fun. <laughs> True. Uh, let's move on to track number two Anatomy. This have the best intro on the record. Fucking 100%. best intro of all yeah. time, dude. Yeah. What are you talking so. about? This record. <laughs> This yeah, is dude. the best intro to end. Why does every song not start with a chainsaw? Every song <laughs> yeah, should start dude. with a chainsaw. I mean, it did paint a picture. I can just see the teeth of the chainsaw digging into zombie flesh just yeah. before it flies, well, careening like, into the air. The bits of bone arcing artfully over the surging, howling horns. <laughs> yeah, dude. You could say that chainsaw sound was spine chilling. You know what I'm saying? Insert spooky sound right now. You could say that, Joe. I you see. I, okay, I would say this song, they should have started the EP with this song. Like, you can imagine track one, turn it on, and hear the chainsaw. And then that riff, ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. it would have been and a good way to start yeah. it. But I like thematically of like you start with running from the zombies first, mm-hmm. and right. then yeah. you can get to this place because we'll get into a little bit of like it's talking about the anatomy of like what makes a zombie a zombie. Right. What Mike says. So I like like that would be your first thing that you think of if a zombie apocalypse broke out. Your first thing mm-hmm. is we got to get out. Survive, of here. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So I I think that one has to start off the record, and it's now, just like. A, a pummeling assault that works as a great opener as well. Mm. And I do want to say, I mentioned the showdown record came out the same day. That record starts off with like a motorcycle and then they oh. build a guitar riff off of the motorcycle. So nice. I was like, it was weird That's that cool. both of those released on the same day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Were they trading notes? <laughs> they may have been. I got to say a lot of the, the blast beats mm-hmm. uh, remind me of not only a chainsaw, but a helicopter. 
And oh, yes. this will this will become important with my uh, yeah. Oh, with your, I like that with my like zombie that. movie pairing. Yeah, helicopter. Uh, yeah, dude, it feels and I feel like helicopters have a big place within later day sort of second and third wave zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Helicopters are a big part of uh, Twenty Eight Weeks Later, which we talked about previously. Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah. And a big part of, of, of the movie that I'll tell you guys in a little bit that I paired mm. this with. This song, I'm it's probably my favorite one on this whole EP. Ay, nice. Like it's just hits hard and it's it's so great. I will say lyrically the line uh there's a lot of lyrics in this this album that made me giggle because I'm like, what? And this is why I think they were like Broadway. This is gonna be a yeah. showstopper because you're like, you've never seen such grace. Skin, freezing to the touch and it was so good that they said it twice so, <laughs> and i could just hear like r- like v- opera vibrato like right. happening with that yeah and well just, and like, also on the oh, chorus like the close your yeah, eyes it'd be so great but nothing yeah. changes and then you got people like interpretive dancing as zombies it'd be great yeah. it, i would yeah. have a great time with this yep let's do it all right Definitely. it's gonna open up after our we're gonna write it after oh. our emery play on that's right <laughs> <laughs> on cjm productions yep it's gonna it's gonna kill box office smash yeah this is the first instance of those sort of uh euro trash strings yes in fact in synth lines. synth line uh, is really funny to me and i like it but it totally takes me out of the concept it takes me from a zombie attack Story and into like 3 a.m. drug fueled Euro house dance party in a sweaty club in Amsterdam. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, are we? Wait, which, is there? Is there? Are there zombies that not in be the, the scariest the place to see like to have a zombie attack? You're grooving yeah. and you're feeling are like you saying, really in the yeah, flow. Yeah, TJ, if we're all zombies now, if we go to the club, <laughs> oh no, oh. to come. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I've been bitten. <laughs> come bitten, with me, man. Bitten. It's, it's 3 a.m. and look at these zombies. <laughs> You've oh, had no. too much coke. <laughs> Off either then. Or have you not like had just enough? That's it. That's it. It's like a club. It's so exclusive. You have to be a zombie to get in. So Ooh, like, you so really want to get in the club, so you got to be a zombie. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's so good. But no, I do really dig the chorus. Like melodically, the high, the high vox, man. I'm here for the high vocals on this yeah. CP. Uh-huh. They are so clean. So hooky, like every single time Jeremy is doing that, like high singing, I'm like, just hold me in your vocals, Jeremy. Yeah, it's dreamy. I love it. Uh, On the opposite side of that, I'm not a fan of like the heavier vocals across the CP. Oh, really? Yeah, because you feel like he's trying too hard a little bit and also not enough somehow because hey so rhythmically what a weird it, area to be in yeah it's strange man yeah, it's what like a great, dry hard not what a trying skin area it's gray skin now you're trying area. too hard but it's somehow like not enough it's it's I, what i realized in in the experience of listening through to the cp is that a, a big part of like why i have trouble accessing like a lot of these harder albums and like metal stuff in general is the heavier vocals a lot of times feel that they're lacking an intentional cadence. It's like, it's like a zombie. Right. Or maybe like a dog zombie or a bear zombie or (gasps) zombie bears. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Which honestly might, I don't know. I hadn't really articulated this, but 
might kind of play into my lack of connection with Devil Wears Prada's other stuff, mm. but it feels like it specifically works within this work for me. Because it fits the concept. Yeah, exactly. It's like, totally. why is every album not about zombies and shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, then every metal album would be 10 out of 10, no notes. Every Hard album bop. needs to be a concept <laughs> album, but not like a full concept. No, no, no. Like just, a like a vague, like, just like a vague, a vibe, vague concept. A vibe, yeah. a vibe con- concept. I think that's there why I go. love this album. It's a concept you- album in vibe only. If Vampire Weekend had, instead of coming out with Contra in 2010, Kylan, if Vampire Weekend had come out with a with a vampire, album, no, with a vampire album, I would be well, all about be a bit that of a shit. departure. A but, Dracula yeah. album, of course, right? Oh. I mean, it's okay. right there in the name. Who would yep, who would have the Frankenstein album? Um, so you have zombie vampire Frankenstein, Frankenstein would be I don't know, like vampire David Bowie. Weekend. Yeah, Talking Heads, maybe. Uh, Something yeah. like. I would just say Vampire Weekend, just to be ironic with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vampire Weekend totally. would ironically be like, this also album's them. not about vampires. Yeah. This is about, this we is did about vampires Frankenstein's already. monster, because it's not Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. Anyway, we went to Harvard. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I was showing my... I said I was talking to my wife what we were doing this tonight at the dinner table, and uh, my son Keller heard zombies, and I was like, "Oh, do you want to hear this?" I was like, "Yeah." So I played him a little bit of this song. What do you think? He, he said, "Funny, not cool." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. His well, exact words. Well, oh, that's great. The Willow June <laughs> review is this is mosh pit music. <laughs> so, of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she's right. <laughs> she's definitely right. Well yeah. said. Um, okay, you guys want to hear my my zombie movie pairing for this Please. song? Yes. Okay, a classic, 1985's Day of the Dead by George Romero. Yes. Specifically, uh, there's a lot of military technology vibes within the song, mm-hmm. and the helicopter is right. a big part. The main character is a helicopter uh, pilot. I almost said driver. Helicopter driver. You said the helicopter is the main character. <laughs> yeah. So the main character is the helicopter. That helicopter. would actually make so much sense. Uh, <laughs> but the whole thing with that movie is is like you know, it's a little more isolation, mm. uh, and the military and the government like attempting to understand zombies by doing like medical experiments and things and figuring out what makes a zombie work which I feel like goes with the whole anatomy, mm-hmm. like lyrically goes mm-hmm. goes with the with the vibe of this. So yeah, between helicopters and experiments, the uh, Day of the Dead just seemed like a no-brainer, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, Kylan, we should do a zombie movie, but it's from the perspective of a helicopter, like a Pixar movie. <laughs> But it's a it's a pit. he's like oh no what's more isolated than but a helicopter a, but oh, like yeah. there's actually an arc like there's like emotional yes. growth yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's he a helicopter develops but then he who's attempting go. to find survivors within a zombie apocalypse other but then he realizes that right. the survivors were the zombies all along right but wow. then all the zombies die and this is actually a prequel to Cars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just wrap it into the it Pixar universe. Done. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
All right, genius. guys, do we, we have anything else about anatomy? I like the the close your eyes, nothing changes imagery. That's that's a nice way to end the song, I think. It's very effective in that right. it is this kind of like cold, hard, realist look right. at the crumbling world around. Right. Oh, that yeah, it's yeah. Effective, yeah, yeah. But it's super bleak. That's it's another like connection to, to Day of the Dead because 90% of that movie takes place in a bunker underground and right. people start to go crazy because like, yeah, like at this point, zombies have just taken over the world. And it's just like mm-hmm. this small group that is just like trying to survive and every day is just like kind of the same. And I like that. Right. Mm. I'm surprised you didn't call it Evil Dead because of the chainsaw. Well, that's uh, not really yeah. a zombie movie though. And True. Yeah, we can get into right. those distinctions. That's a Necronomicon uh, movie, Joe. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> but then that opens up the question of like, what is a zombie movie? What do, because that's true. Because that's true. the subgenre. That's the answer. That's the question we're here to answer. That's on this a podcast real answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On church shams now. What really makes a zombie movie? Uh, yeah, okay, okay, guys. Track number three, <laughs> outnumbered. Do we know who's doing this vocal performance with the like the newscaster? I don't. Ooh, does it say in the yeah. notes? I don't Gosh. know. Uh, did someone mention notes? Oh, he's yep. got it. Let me just Speaking of fully work, here we go. Let me just pull this puppy out right here. Dude, okay, so really pulling into this rock opera thing, I'm thinking this is where I think like costume stage transition. Oh like yeah. We get right out. Oh we yeah. Get right yeah. out of all the stage lights. Anatomy, all the stage lights go down, and it starts and the flickers, yeah. and this is going yeah. on. Yep. This is my favorite song, hands down, on this record. Ooh, okay. Kylan, okay. it might be the best song. I don't know if Josh figured this out correctly or not, but this is also my favorite Hell song. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong. Oh. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, fun fact. Wait, Josh, I want to know. Did you find out who does the... It's not listed. Okay. I used to play this song uh, specifically at Crooked Tree, the coffee shop, when I was closing. <laughs> And there were, like, after we had, like, technically closed, if there were people hanging out in the coffee shop. Oh, it's so good. Because, like... That news anchor moment is, like, just confusing enough. Right. You started down kind of low, and then people have right. their headphones on. They start to take their headphones off because they're like, wait, is this, like, like, a radio thing? What's, What's happening? And then it just assaults your ears. <laughs> You're saying it's yes. the modern Orson Welles War of the World. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Slash was... closing time. We're getting yeah, it's get both of those. Out. It's both of those at the same time. I love that guy. Would you have anybody, great. like, when it would go off, they'd be like, huh. And then they would just vibe and not leave. Like, you'd just, like, turn up and be like, okay, sure. but we're closing. And then we're they closing. became my best friends. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. You like this EP, yeah. too? <laughs> great. It was Joe. Turns out it was just me hanging out yep. on the stoop. Yeah, that's all I did. Crooked <laughs> cheese, hanging out on the stoop. Is this anyone so, else's favorite song? Well, I said okay. it is mine. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Besides you. Oh, Josh or TJ nope. or Josh or Joe? Sorry, Joe's already nope. said anatomy. Oh, mine was right. anatomy. anatomy. Yeah, yeah. Josh is not. Yours. I'm the lone holdout, if oh, you will. Wow. Ooh. Ooh, the lone survivor. Ooh. I got it. I, 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 I see what's happening. I didn't say <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to. <laughs> TJ, why is this your favorite song? <laughs> so it's my favorite because it's finally giving us something to hook into on a personal level. There are finally stakes. And what I mean by that is if no one else, for, like, okay, so for the next, for, for the last two tracks, this track and the fourth track that's coming up, there's no protagonist other than 
this news reporter right. that we just heard from. If if no one else, I can I can be like, oh, there's this character here that's trying to tell us about how horrible <laughs> the situation is, and and they're trying to share like how you can maybe survive. You know, don't hesitate to act. This is not a test. This is not a joke. Our species is overwhelmed. We're outnumbered. So, like, I'm starting to resonate finally with some kind of character, some kind of person that I can connect with. And I I like that. I think the chorus is maybe one of the best Mm -hmm. on the EP. Sonically, melodically, and lyrically, it's super catchy. It's got a glimmer of positivity, which is maybe the one time throughout this album that we have, like, outright positivity. Like you can find a post, you can find some shelter, some With security, some safety. Beating the odds, like right, exactly. Um, it's huge. It's anthemic. It's heavy, grandiose. The music feels earned and appropriate because the lyrical content is finally like really substantial, right? Mm. And they're they're lining up in a way that really like hits for me. The breakdown at three forty five is massive yeah. and groovy. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot to love about about this song. Why 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 is it your favorite? Basically, a less articulate version of what you said. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, what you said, it, but it, like a little it, less. It, it feels <laughs> yeah it yeah I couldn't quite put a finger on it, but it feels more earned on this song. Yes, and maybe exactly. because it's despite having no shotguns or chainsaws. <laughs> right, right. But but you have that you have that like classic zombie thing of like the news report kind of yes. coming in to like set the tone and, and there's tension and, between and, which and feels perfect for halfway on the record right. i feel like yeah yeah exactly yes. it's like almost yeah. like too little too late kind of mm-hmm. um, yeah but it's also got one of the only kind of like repeating parts because there there's a lot of linear song structure on this but this mm-hmm. has that find your post find your shelter Thing that you yes. can kind of hook into hook it exactly yep and yep. yeah and and that's a big and, and thing for me that chorus provides that repeats provides some tension between itself and the rest of the song the title being outnumbered right that's a scary right <laughs> premise like right. oh no like we're alone and even the line that follows it up the uh in a sea of stinking rot in a place where living humans are no longer the hunters all the money in the world won't satisfy the enemy. Hunted, 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 hunted. Yeah. So there's this tension, which I think is very strong. Like it presents a strong premise for for a song where there's like a little bit of positivity and like hope. Right. But there's also like, well, the reality is we're outnumbered, y'all. And <laughs> we might yeah, not yeah. make it, but we're still going to try, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah. That is try. also like my, my favorite line in this whole song, which is all the money in the world won't satisfy the enemy, which is like yeah. thinking about the outnumbered and it's like it's the playing field is now leveled no matter what stature right. the, yes. the so does not buy yes. your way out that also leads perfectly into my horror or zombie movie pairing for Ooh. this uh, for go. this song I thought the best zombie movie to pair with Outnumbered is Zack Snyder's 2004 remake of Dawn of the yes. Dead yeah for a few reasons uh, one I think the um the sort of newscast in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, is a really big part of the opening of of the remake of Dawn of the Dead, of mm-hmm. like people not really paying attention, but you get a lot of exposition just from like a TV in the corner. It's just like right. talking about a newscast, finding your post, finding your shelter. You know, that that's like a big part of that movie is sort of posting up. Uh, everyone posts up in the mall. And that also brings it to the sort of, 
capitalism analogy in that movie of like, you know, the whole thing, Romero's intention with the original was sort of like a satire about malls and and how Access. how we can't find uh, redemption within capitalism and like buying shit. Yeah. But right. the reason the the Zack Snyder was kind of pushed over the top uh, for this is because it's a lot more kind of high energy mm. uh, and it's a little gross and it's like whereas the original Dawn of the Dead is a little bit more of like a slow burn. Right. The Snyder remake is just balls to the wall. It's just like nonstop, like crazy cutting, just like crazy things happening. And that's kind of how I felt about this song too. So it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely think it's probably like the best song on here. And it was released as the single. So I think they think Mm -hmm. so too. But yeah, I love the courses. It's cool that they're alternating between Jeremy and Mike. And then the music is also alternating. When Jeremy's singing, it's full time. When Mike is singing, it's half time, right. which is cool. That that dichotomy there. So there's just yeah. a lot of really cool stuff going yeah. on. I, I want to mention. I think it's the part that Joe mentioned. Uh, all the money in the world can't satisfy the enemy. And at that part, there, it just goes into like what I wrote is a filthy part at two thirty eight. Yeah, it's oh, great. It's so oh, good. Just like oh, it's oh, so good. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Spooky, spooky, spooky. <laughs> and again, it's so earned. Like right. for me, yeah, like yeah. I'm there are emotional connections to what's happening here. I'm like, okay, we're outnumbered, but we're not gonna give up. Like mm. we are now the hunted. We know our place. We understand our our sort of social location in this new paradigm. Yep. But we're gonna like try to hang in there. Mm. You know what's interesting is this is track three of five, which is right at smack dab in the middle of story right mm-hmm. so it's very interesting that we hit outnumbered right right in the middle it's like what are you gonna do you gotta yeah you right. gotta post up right right it's yeah good, the dust has spot. settled a little yeah. bit and so we're now we're like okay now we yeah. gotta like get a game plan but you got a fight to... going on either side you know, mm-hmm. yeah and, and at the end of this song too there's that like you know good chunk of like outro and i right. wrote creepy Ooh. outro is creepy yeah yes this is the return of the cauldron of spook it, in this moment, I'm really bought is. in yeah, on dude. the concept, the sonic space, all of it. I so I was locked in. I I want to like take this moment to tell y'all like I was a metal boy. I was oh, I was I love like, it. I love it. <laughs> I was really there. Zombie metal boy. Metal you know? boy. Yeah. Spooky metal boy. It, it, it hit. It worked. It locked in. That's awesome. I was swimming in the cauldron. All right, guys. Mm. Let's move on to track number four. Revive. I love this with the filter on the guitar in the intro. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And going back to Foley work and sound design. Oh, yeah. They've got the the glass breaking and mm-hmm. the zombies kind of coming the in. The zombie noise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Right, right at that moment is the rock opera is the glass breaks and then the hands pop out. And they just kind of they go in in tune. Yeah. <laughs> they're sweet. waving. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, <laughs> we can't. Joe, you gotta direct our our I zombie choreography. Yeah, I already am in my head. I got it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> don't even I, worry about I it. I love 
I love the way this EP is sequenced because like we've talked about like how the first three songs really work and then this song is like okay it's like finding a cure is there a cure how do we stop this because like that's something that Mike was talking about how every like zombie thing addresses that at some point of like okay can we how do we beat this how do we either get rid of them or like turn them back or like Mm -hmm. how do we and but I love some of the lyrics that they're like the cure is a shotgun. The cure is whatever blunt instrument yes. one can salvage. Yeah. yeah. Like that's like, that's it's like, Hey, favorite. until we get a cure, this is what's going to have to do right. yeah. <laughs> to get us yeah. through. But it seems it's like a perfect, cause yeah, you've escaped. You've already like assessed your enemy and like you've posted up. And then now you're thinking like, okay, now we can think of like, what's the next steps. And that's perfectly where this song fits in. So yeah. I love the sequencing of it all, even though it's not like, concept like our characters have now moved to this like you have to fill in those blanks a little bit more but mm. the the idea of sequencing is is really good mm-hmm. i like that the piano does like a reverse sound too yeah uh-huh. like they do the piano line and then reverse it mm-hmm. and it's like an up this uh, this part right here an ascending arpeggio and then the, a descending at reversed. 157 with the it's with so the spooky. operatic yeah vocal, I'm like, and the organ ooh, that's so <laughs> yes. spooky dude that is spooky. yeah no i i wrote like the that that operatic singing is so haunting and yeah. it's like a perfect texture to place in this horrifying hellscape yes it's like because sure. where else are you going to fit an operatic right and organ background but you have to it's bed? it's yeah it's a callback <laughs> to like classic it's right it's, yeah it's it's a callback to that campy stuff vibes, that's like yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is the sounds we do, right. and I love it. I'm here for it. I'm like, I get it now, and I'm like, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Which guys, you guys are just setting me up for perfect transitions into my zombie Ew. movie pairings. Uh, the one for this one, it, it's not as tight, I would say, uh, as the other pairings. But we're gonna go back to 1985 with Return of the Living Dead, written and directed mm-hmm. by Dan O'Bannon, uh, writer of Alien. Oh, okay. That's a really fun movie. That's like like Josh, I would I would recommend this movie to you because it's really silly. It's got punk rock zombies. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> That's right. I saw it's, this a long time ago. Yeah. So it's the first instance in a movie of zombies specifically talking about wanting to eat brains. Right. Uh, it's really zombies campy. Zombies talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And campy. And and saying Yeah, and they're all punk rock right. zombies. Yeah. Uh, so like it's pretty fun, it's pretty loose, but it's very good. And it, it this song seemed to pair nicely with it. Nice. Is there is there a cure in that movie, Kylan? Or is the cure the shotgun? The cure is the sh- the cure is like a shovel, dude, and a guitar and like Whoa. just like any blunt <laughs> cool. instrument. Power chord. Any Instru- There's nothing Emphasis more punk rock than that. Instrument. Yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. fun. It's a it's a really fun movie, so highly recommend that one. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I do like their their approach to it's it's a twist. It's a bare bones twist on the idea of a cure, right? This trope in zombie myth- mythology. They decided like maybe there's not a cure, right? Maybe the cure is the shotgun or just fighting and trying to survive, trying to get through the next day. It, the chorus it, it's crazy because uh, it's so hooky, but I I hate it thematically because oh. <laughs> it's so okay. dark. It's we it's can restore, it, it, we can now recover. Yeah, like all is lost. All is lost in the flood of the risen dead. But it's so effective. So like I can't. I'm not. I'm not right. saying it's yeah, a, yeah. a poor choice. I'm just sad about it. Right. Like 
<laughs> I'm bopping along and I'm like, this is awesome. I'm so bummed out. <laughs> Which is exactly the feeling so you, you should, totally. should get from a good that's zombie like, yeah, movie. Yeah, that's like every zombie yes. movie because they go, what's the, they just are trying to survive. It's like, and it's oh like, yeah, we're getting overrun. It's always like, like we, you're not going to survive. Yeah. Right. But there's there's that um that moment of like a glimmer of hope that's uh or or maybe not hope but but like resilience in the face of this kind of like the human plight where we're we're kind of losing to the zombies where right. he, the singer says let's go my will is at God's hand never within man's teeth first of all the the use of the word my I think again is finally personalizing the story a little bit which is cool it's putting us in one person's head which is cool and then the protagonist is now focused and kind of resolute trusting in something larger than himself right against this horde of like yeah you know there's always that moment dead. in every zombie movie where like one person sacrifices themselves right right and this is kind of like the internal monologue yes of that person. yes also did Devil Wears Prada just couch a metaphor for late stage capitalism into a zombie concept EP from 2010 when they said always wanting more, never enough until this day and age where there's nothing left. For sure. That's <laughs> I don't know. So but good. <laughs> Josh, Josh, you have Yo. the lyric book, right? I do. So pull it out. So they have know. like photos for each lyric because I was looking up the oh, album cool. art and stuff like that. And it was from a photographer that uh, was on tour with them. Um, while, but he actually took all their like press uh, stuff for this album. But this one, I'm like, why is it drugs? It why? Drugs, baby. <laughs> like the rest are zombie stuff. Like Look at it's these like drugs. And That's then it's the like, cure, man. That's drugs. The cure. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> I I love that Joe. I was actually going to talk about. Did Did you read that? Like, uh, the concept art that article that he posted about it. Oh yeah, it was from his own blog. Yeah, yeah. I found that too. I was going to mention that in this song, which is perfect. Hey. Oh, hey, look at that. His name is Adam Elmachius or whatever. But if you yeah. Google zombie EP concept art, he goes through the whole process of like shooting all of it. And like, I found it as someone who doesn't do any photography at all, it was wildly interesting and very cool. Um, so yeah, just and seeing like how you get to the process of like, oh, you took this shot and now it's like the album cover that yeah. like thousands of people have in like their house and stuff like that so it was just it was really cool i liked it i'm glad you shouted it out joe yeah if you can find it you can see all the other shots he took that might have been the thing but then you can see it and be like that's the one that's the one that 100 mm-hmm. needs to be the one on the front yeah yep. you can also nice. see how he like he like the like press of like here's the band with a chainsaw and a bat with nails <laughs> in it and you're like yeah that is definitely 2010 right metalcore <laughs> right there so good no it was good i i do want to just i just want to also mention that i love how this like ends Mm -hmm. yes and and, and, like i wanted to say tj the last thing you hear of jeremy's voice it's fading out but the you hear him say all is lost is the last thing which is goes back to tj's bummer Mm -hmm. but then the piano comes in to match the chorus melody which is awesome really nice and then it transitions Mm -hmm. into someone a lone survivor it sounds like yeah fending off zombies with the shotgun and yeah that transition is like really artful like it's gradual it goes from like a heavy string synth into that vocal line you were talking about into simple piano into crickets into the growling zombie horde into the breathing and the sounds of the survivor and the shotgun it's it it really paints a picture it's radio theater yeah it's great you know yeah such a good i will say i will say in that whole like last foley part 
and then the shot goes off and there's one growl that I'm like that is a stock FX like sound effect <laughs> that growl. you have found yourself so you've heard it before no I wish I <laughs> did but you can definitely go like they're like I just need like a growl and it's like <laughs> like if somebody would have just like made a noise or even just not have that at all because zombies don't make that guttural noise right. they just go it's <laughs> somebody went to like a, a stock sounds website and it was like halloween monster dot wave <laughs> yeah yeah like i would pretty positive like, like found it and then he put it in there and he was showing them the the mixes and he was like ah eh? and they were like sweet Sure, and that was it. Sure, sure. That, that that's that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I love that. All right, guys. There's only one more song. Here we go. Last track. Josh's favorite. I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but it's the last one. So. <laughs> process of elimination my dude Ooh, i'm the lone survivor here on this being my favorite song mm. why is it your favorite song man i just feel like it's it's one the most different from the rest of these songs because it's not just a sonic assault the whole time there's space yeah. in here which goes along thematically true. it's just like so much thought was but it, it is yeah and like it makes so much sense i thought this was going to be your favorite tg because this has the most narrative and like backstory of like this guy and he lives on this farm and his wife died and he's now the only one here who lives outside of a small city that he says greetings from extermination Kansas. Kansas? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Death in the Midwest, <laughs> which I love. Yep. That is oh, great. You love it. I so all of my notes in this oh, song no. specifically, <laughs> lyrically, like I put a survivor on a farm, LOL. Extermination Kansas, <laughs> LOL, on the outskirts of a small city, LOL. Like it made me laugh every because I was like, because it's so tropey. He's like, how can I, how can I paint this picture? I'm the last one standing, last one. I'm survivors on a farm. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my wife died like two years ago, and we're like, so, we haven't heard of the wife at all during this whole time well well joe i'm gonna what? do you one better we haven't heard of this guy at all and that's my that's my problem josh that's why this isn't my favorite song it's all about sequencing buddy and it's also about um intentional songwriting structure so if if they had written about a farmer just a vague farmer reference from a small town in kansas in song one on this ep right. if they had just dropped a little easter egg a small small crumb for us to make us care about this guy on song five. Mm. I would have loved it. I would have loved this song because it would have stuck the landing conceptually, thematically on a narrative level. I do like this song. I actually do yeah. like it. I'm okay with the, the really hokey tropey uh, nature of it. Right. Cause at this point it's you're just too little too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You heard a chainsaw start a guitar riff. <laughs> you heard yeah, and then this one is like, I'm out. <laughs> well, I was just like, they didn't give me enough to care about this guy. No, it's too I little, get too that late. It's sure. way late in the. It's the end, and and I'm like, this song is cool. <laughs> the story is awesome. I'm okay with it being hokey. I'm okay with it being a little over the top. I don't mind that because it's a zombie EP, so that's fine. It fits. Mm. But is it? It's also like, tell us about the guy first. 
Like, make yes. us care about this guy. Well, but hey, isn't that every zombie movie? We just end up with these guys over here, and we always end up with some dude on a farm. That's Go, true. Yeah, he's like, wow. it's almost that's like, they're like It's almost like a post-credit scene, like setting up a sequel. <sighs> yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's exactly how it feels. And and I'm like, if, be, the, if there is a sequel, then fine. Maybe I care a little bit. Uh, you, does this come back in Zombie P2? <laughs> I don't know. Dude. I don't either. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> That'd be cool if it did. Just, then this just wait like for part two. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like and subscribe. Uh, okay, so what if what if this was written in the way of we haven't heard of this guy because his wife died because she's patient zero and he has her locked up in the the barn in a barn totally. <laughs> but tell us that waiting for a cure. If they had added <laughs> exactly. That? If he Joe, wrote if it like that, that, I would yes. care. Yes, I would same. care. Same. But because They're he's like, oh, my wife two died two of years the ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you're right. doing. So either couch something else in song one to make us care about it or give us some retrospective or like retroactive reason to care in this song. Yeah. Tie like he, to the rest he ends of with, I will never taste her lips again. I'll be like, I didn't even know she existed. Yeah. Also, I didn't she even died know you before existed. all of this. <laughs> Stupid. Like, why? <laughs> why does it matter? <laughs> I bet well, he liked guys, Trump too. Sorry, Josh. Oh, sorry, Josh. So, sorry, Josh. I have, I have a question for everybody. We love you, just not to, those songs. To kind of pivot yeah. a little bit. <laughs> have you guys been freaked out at all, or or scared even, perhaps, that we've gone this far into an episode of Church Games Now, and you haven't heard me bring up Sweet Sweet Bass? Is that really it spooky? Was it, you guys? it was a tad shuddersome. Well, it wasn't spine chilling yet. Let me belay those fears, gentlemen, oh, and say this song totally has some sweet, sweet bass. And this goes to Josh's thing of it being a little different. Like, there yes. are some moments where the bass isn't doing much. It's just a, put a big old fuzz pedal on that motherfucker. Put a big but, muff on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Town. But do, 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 it's a dun, dun, dun. It, yeah, it's great. It's so good. This song yeah. definitely does have a lot more space and some sweet, sweet bass. Mm-hmm. In fact, I did bass have sweet, bass. sweet bass in the chorus of Escape. But um. yeah, this one, uh, Mike was saying that Chris, their guitarist, wrote the song on bass, which is different than how he normally writes stuff because he's a guitarist or whatever. But that's mm. why there's so much bass in this song. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, this, is, so much this is really where the bass like space. stood out to me. Yeah, for sure. It gets some no. moments to shine. And yeah, and if I may, if I may redeem this song, I'll I'll admit one thing that I like a lot of the lyrics on it, and everything you guys are saying is are valid points. Like maybe could have introduced a little bit more. Maybe they could have structured it to where there's like one character in each song that you have someone to like kind of relate to or something like that. But there are a lot of lyrics that I do like. There's one I don't, where it's talking about no one's been living in this house since my wife died two years ago. Another occasion where the when the undead came across some innocence. That line feels a little clunky to me. Right. Um, there's a better way to say that. But I do like lines of like the whispering of the cornfields because you're like mm. literally the cornfields are whispering. Like that sounds yeah. terrifying. Yeah. That line is great. I just it, the big crescendo of the song feels like the perfect closer for it because like Jeremy comes in with this, will anything get better than this? And mm-hmm. he's like the way he's doing his vocals, like this is my favorite performance from him on here because it's, it's like desperate and like he's getting a little gritty with it and yeah. there's so much happening uh, a kind of beef i love that they what they're doing here because there's like some cool like melodic guitar parts and some lines happening 
and they only do that whenever things get really like melodic i i wish they kind of like put in other like little lead parts during some of the heavy parts so there's more melody and some other things to latch onto. Mm. but because they save all that for when we get big and melodic and jeremy's soaring and we then right. we add the guitar parts here so yes. i wish they would have done that a little bit more but i love how they do that on this song yeah it's good Agreed. yeah I, I will say after like spewing hot corn syrup fake blood all over this <laughs> lyrically <laughs> i'm not there but this song slaps <laughs> like i'm like like you said no, Kylie, you're like cool. i haven't known any of the words but i still absolutely love it but yeah. he, like musically i'm like i mean literally i have a face here that that is making a a stank face for this whole song but then i was like <laughs> laughing at the lyrics because i was going after him. i was like what <laughs> where are we going with this yeah no, I uh, agree. But it was Sonically, it, it, like this song is such a strong closer. It's so. I different. will say this is probably the first chorus that on this that I'm like, I absolutely love this chorus. Yes. Because every once in a while, when Jeremy comes in, I'm like, we didn't need that. Really? This, so you like the heavier chorus, vocals? You don't like the higher vocals, Joe? Yes, but this okay. one, this one, I'm like, it works. That is that's awesome. funny. It's, yeah, it's Joe. That's so funny because this was the song where I liked the heavy vocals. There's the oh, moment at. Um, 235 where it's there's like a snare roll it's like the big moment i am one of the last few standing a survivor on a farm on a farm just along the outskirts of a small city i do and his cadence finally for me worked i was like this is great so like the heavy cadence like the kind of like almost i don't know it's like it's not rap rock, but it's like, you know how like a lot of <laughs> like okay heavy music, like metal, like kind of yeah. apes like hip hop or rap rock with it, it's like, oh yeah. Da, 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 it landed finally for me. Right. Mm. This whole EP, I was like really struggling with the, the delivery of Mike's. I guess that's Mike. Is that Mike? It is yeah. Mike. Mike's um, style or, ch- or approach to like those heavy vocals. Those harsh finally, vocals. it just like worked. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, he does I have a different it. approach of like harsh vocals in, in how he does it. And it, you can right. definitely hear it in a lot of the early stuff where he's like, I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, this is what I do. And it became his thing, right? That's just kind of mm-hmm. makes him different than everybody. Yeah. And he but owns then it. it. Then he does this on zombie EP and it's like, yes, right. This would be for a zombie themed thing. It'd be perfect. It totally clicked. Yeah. 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 I really liked it on this one. It like held it down. It gave it a feeling of like, it being epic and yeah. really important, you know, as the closer. That's true. So I like that you liked Jeremy's vocals on this one, and then I liked Mike's. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Whole circle. Day. Okay, TJ's become the zombie. You guys want to hear my last yes. zombie movie pairing? What is it? Um, so this one's also a little bit out of left field. Uh, honorable mentions. I considered the crazies. Another mm. George Romero, Ooh. and then there was a remake because they're set in the Midwest, right? Like, because mm-hmm. Kansas mm-hmm. is such a big part of it. Uh, right. There's a super, super, super low budget, started as a web series uh, on YouTube in 2013 called Dead Kansas oh. that was eventually released as a feature length film because extermination kansas was already (laughs) right um (laughs) but to get the vibe of to match the vibe of this as closely as possible i went with this one i think would be a tj recommendation 
the 2018 movie The Night Eats the World by Dominique Rocher. Uh, j- okay. Just lo- just look it up and just look at the look at the the art is okay. great. It'll okay. it'll just like sell you immediately. But uh, the whole thing, so uh, it, it's an English language film, but it's set in France, and it's about a guy who has a crazy night partying and wakes up hungover the next day to like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and it's one of those like he's basically just stuck in his apartment, so it's kind of like Castaway with zombies. Uh-huh. Right, like, and it's all okay. mostly just like this dude trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and how to uh-huh. like live. And it's like it's you know it's pretty artsy. It opens, which is the first third of Twenty Eight Days Later. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're saying this movie is basically the whole movie is the first third of yeah, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. All right, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so good. But it's all about like just isolation and just like not knowing what's going on and being. A lone survivor, and it's nice. Very, very, very good. Highly recommend it, and it pairs I nicely it. with this song. Yeah, that lines are up so well. Are there any farms in there? There are no of? farms, unfortunately. Ooh, he never goes to the French countryside. For that. I'm out. Well, <laughs> missed opportunity. <laughs> That's well, guys. I'm, there's some beautiful French countryside. It's not true, there. Kansas, unless there's. Like... I'm not blaming you. I'm saying the director should have created a scene where yeah, there was like a. a well, you that's know, why the crazies. Scene. That's why the crazies was in the running because that's all oh. very, very, very Midwest cornfields yes. and barns and right. Rural. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I went more with the sort of lone survivor isolationist aspect of oh, it. Yeah. That's yeah. good. No, that fits. Good, can, good choice. Good choice. I love it. Yeah, whatever. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, honestly, DJ, it I think you would really like it. It's very good. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see it. Okay, see guys, we did it. Uh, We've completed the second ever CJN Spooktacular. (laughs) (laughs) Spine chilling. It's not that funny, guys. I don't know why everyone's laughing. Your your extremely normal laughs. I'm trying to be serious here. (laughs) Apologies, Kylan. Yeah. TJ, you sound totally normal. Thank you. I'm trying to. I'm glad TJ has finally dropped his podcast voice and is using his normal everyday yeah, TJ voice. Yeah, I know. You're very this is welcome. The TJ I know so well. I'll never speak yeah. differently. I mean, on we, this we've show been privately again. texting about like, what's the deal with his podcast voice? Like, it's so weird and unnatural. Who's he really fooling here? Yeah. I apologize for performing. There we go. I yeah, and this stop. is this is how I finally know we're all comfortable. Is, it, is yeah. we get to hear the huh. real TJ? How many yeah. episodes did it take? Seventy. What do you 70. want for dinner? <laughs> Brains. Uh, Pizza Brains. Hut. Um, okay, guys. So I want to hear final flopper bop verdicts for Zombie EP by The Devil Wears Prada. I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Like, yeah, the Stone Cold Bop for me. I mean, Woo! this is this is the. But I want to know from you: Has your appreciation? enhanced Ooh, knowing like question. digging into the lyrics and stuff like that for the first time 13 years nah. later nah. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> nah, you don't need it it's it's i don't need level. it i don't you need just it need, it's a i just okay. need guys i literally just hearing a chainsaw start a fucking metal song and that's the greatest <laughs> album i've ever heard i also feel like the fact that you were able to so easily slip into project mode 
comparing zombie films with oh, yeah, this yeah. EP. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, I got this. Makes it so clear that this is just like, it's on the level with you, always where, has where been, always will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> just total vibes, man. Yeah. Uh, it's like, like, it's honestly a little fascinating to me that it took until 2010 for a metal band to be like, we should do well, this. Well, what if we combine what we do sonically with the ambiance of like this classic horror movie subgenre? Right. It's yeah, wild. I get that. It's it wild. Cool. Crazy. Like, honestly, if this had been done 30 years before by like Cannibal Corpse, which makes more sense, arguably, right. uh, I would have loved that. That would have been Which, my favorite metal album. <laughs> let us put this out to the jammers out there. If y'all are listening now and you know of some kind of heavy album or EP that's out there that predates this one. Aaron Cooper's that did the concept. Ask. We'll have that's to ask true. him. Yeah. Anybody, though. Like, if you're listening to this in 2037, say, and you're <laughs> like, us. you know what? Then what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> well, they're listening to our <laughs> podcast, okay, Kyle? And and they're like, you know what? In 1978, somebody made a zombie-themed album, and it was pretty heavy, and it and they nailed it. And it, it. was called it the, the Monster Park. Mash. <laughs> there you go. See, yeah, you never know. But yeah, it is crazy to think that in their subgenre of music, there was no one that had done this. Until right. I mean, because I mean, there is a lot of horror it. imagery within metal. Right. Yeah. Just generally, yeah. those circles like overlap quite a bit. But the idea of taking the specific tropes and vibes right. of 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 a zombie movie and and sort of just plopping them directly on top of kind of what you were already doing, like just yeah. makes so much sense. It's true. Yeah, well, it I'm works, glad it they works, did it. It works really well for like the time that it came out. I want to hear. I want to hear from Josh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> flop or bop on zombie EP. Uh, this is going to be a big bop for me, and I will say digging into it has grown my appreciation and respect for it. Before, it was just like, I enjoyed it, and like the songs, I was pretty vibe with it. Like, this is fun. I like Prada. It's a fun EP. Digging into it for this episode has made me uh, really appreciate it and like it more, and I really love like the bite-sized nature of it. Like, so many bands do concept albums, and a right. lot of times they're, like, sprawling things. or something. I like, love yeah. the idea. Yeah, I love the idea of, like, hey, we don't have to commit to doing 45 to 60 minutes of, like, music for this idea I had. Like, let's just do a five-song, 20-minute thing. Like, more bands, I think, could and should do that because it's just fun, and you don't have to, like come up with 12 songs to support this right. lofty concept yeah, yeah. idea. You're like, we just write just five, out. three, yeah, four, yeah. five fun songs that we like about this idea, and boom, that's yeah. it. I'm into it. Uh, by the way, Joe sent us a picture of the mummies, and <laughs> I know what we're going to be for Halloween <laughs> if we're not going as Big <laughs> the Peters, Peters, the three Peters for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> you need to go on YouTube Peters. and watch them play live. It's really, it, they're very uh, theatrical. It's great. I love, I love it. that. I want to hear from Joe, and then I want to hear TJ. TJ, I'm the most interested because you came in the most blind. So, mm -hmm. Joe, was this a flop or a bop for you, man? Okay, so halfway through, I thought I was going to flop this just because it's very dated, but it is very fun. It is like, like what is happening? And I think like just having a five-track EP Kinda that like has Kind of like Josh was saying, like, yeah, just... 
Yeah, I didn't listen Bite to anything size. Josh was saying because I was looking at pictures <laughs> of mummies. This is exactly <laughs> so. Basically, you're you're reciting saying, what he said word yeah, for word. Yeah, I'm saying exactly. So this is just a little less, <laughs> and so stop stealing my vibe on the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll do what I want. I don't uh, <laughs> pertain to your rules. Yeah, no, no, no. Just the fact <laughs> but, that it was so short. It was just like... Yeah, but it, I think... I mean, okay, so the Devil Wars Prada doesn't even do this sound anymore, uh, which kind of gives it its, like, standalone, like, uniqueness. Because, mm. like, they don't continue to do this anymore. Right. And so you listen to it. And, like, I think there's something to be valued within, like, in, like, creativity and being able to just go, just because... I wanted. Let's do a zombie right. album. Like I just rad as fuck. I don't. No other reason. <laughs> I want to do it, and I think there are parts that are. I'm like, this is just so fun. This is. This makes me laugh, like lyrically, and like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm here for sound bites and breakdowns. Like, if there should be any more of those, and like, bring that back. Yeah. Like, 2023 bring back sound bites and put shotguns in every breakdown. Shotguns, <laughs> chainsaws, forever. <laughs> Yeah. I'm Record your it. friends on your phone and have them say things oh my like God, they're pretend to be news everywhere. anchors. Yeah. They're yeah. everywhere. Just have them say <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. I'm have your friends run around in a field in off on a foggy morning and take pictures of them. <laughs> cool. Close. Close. Are we gonna are we can we do that? Oh wait, we did that. We did. I forgot. Bell sir, baby. Bell sir. Uh <laughs> All right, TJ, as a Devil Wears Prada relative newbie. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we're the you Anne Hathaway of you our You are movie. the Anne Hathaway. <laughs> that's so funny. That is you know what? so funny. <laughs> I'll take that. That's, that's a high compliment. I Like I said, I think I would have, I, I was predicting like a kind of bear flop. I'll be honest, you guys, the anatomy of this EP on its own was kind of leading me to to flop it but um you didn't want to be outnumbered well y'all quickly showed me <laughs> y'all quickly showed me through the through the amazing conversation that we've just had that that I needed to escape that mode of thinking and that I might not be you know the lone survivor of not liking the Devil Wears Prada's EP uh zombie EP Nice, nice. Um, and you have, in fact, taken me from being one outnumbered flopper. You have revived me, you might say, and created in me a Frankenstein, a, a contextual <laughs> Devil Wears Prada vibe specific, but nevertheless, bop. Sweet. I would call that a spooky bop. Let's call it a spooky bop. Yeah, a quadruple spooky bop. Because of the points that y'all all made, it it you know, Joe, I love that you bring up the fact that it's unique in its nature, like right. that they that they really deviated from this sound. That's context that I didn't have. You just kind of changed the dynamic for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Josh, you made the great point that it's a shorter work, but it's also this big swing of a concept record, even if it's kind of generic, even if it's vague and, you know, I've obviously got my issues with it um, on that level. And narrative is a big, a big deal for me. If, if you're, if somebody's going to try to call something a concept album and it's, and it's like a little hit or miss, I might have some issues, but like, yeah. Also because as Kylan said, chainsaws, I mean the Foley work, 
there's like a scene that's being set right. with each song as y'all all have talked about as we've all enjoyed um the creepy horror pianos like all of it throughout is just really fun and this conversation has firmly landed it in a bop town for me yes. so yes we got yeah. the quad halloween bop y'all so my question now tj will do you think you would find yourself at least just giving this like a cursory listen again in further Halloween seasons. Yeah, man. If like, it's like, think this could, if I'm feeling, you know, kind of like heavy and I, and I, and I want those, especially those Jeremy's like soaring vocals mm-hmm. over some choruses, some weird, funny synth lines. Like if I'm, if I'm in the mood, it, yeah. it would be something I would go to. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Cool. Just glass breaking in, in the middle of a song. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, as hell, totally. dude. Just, you're like, yeah, it's like, mm. <laughs> that's what I needed today. <laughs> right. Yep. It's like shotgun three, shells on the ground. Like three <laughs> in the afternoon. Break. You can't go watch a horror movie. Right. You can just like pop this on in the car, man. And then you sure. basically mm-hmm. are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That riff is so good too, by the way. It's a very good riff. I tell you, that's why I'm like they should have started the EP with I it, get right? That. If it would have been like track one anatomy, track two outnumbered, and then track three escape, which would have been that like that transition with the oh god, they're everywhere. That would have been I could see perfect that. for track three. Yeah. yeah. And then four or five I'm like narrative, sure, but yeah. 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 Well guess well, what? You can't even understand them. So like <laughs> the narrative can be whatever you want it to be, man. <laughs> Matter. At least, regardless, like it's still the most it. creepy EP it is. about zombies out there. That's so. true. Late Except for Zombie Two by Devil Wears Prada, which they yeah, did part two, and I have not yep. listened to. Yeah. Do you we'll think this see. is a very interesting? Because like right after this EP is Dead Throne. Do you think it's a this mm-hmm. is a con- Dead Throne is a continuation into this? Sure. This? I don't care. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Sure, I don't care. Death Road is zombie EP two, <laughs> full length. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, just... I do want to say, as we're wrapping things up, if you guys have enjoyed this, we already mentioned our Halloween episode from last year covering a Boy Witch's Invitation from Carmen. Super fun. Definitely recommend that. But if you want specifically from Church Jams now more zombie content. Don't tell Kylan because he will turn this into a zombie podcast. <laughs> but your yeah. Patreon just turns into straight. I'm just gonna yes. do yeah. I will do a Patreon <laughs> just about horror movies if there's I'm any sure interest. You, uh, if yeah, there's if like anyone is perfect, a modicum of interest, know. how to will, how to tell a zombie movie from a non-zombie. Movie? I'm gonna spin yes, this off but, into Halloween jams now. But I do want to specifically mention. That on our, I can't remember what episode it was. It was in the teens. Our some kind of zombie episode. Mm, TJ. TJ wrote the best zombie movie. A wonderful (laughs) short film treatment for some kind of zombie that's set and synced with the music. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please go listen to at least that like five minute stint because it was a wonderful moment on this podcast. Thanks yep. for the shout out, Josh. I actually thought about that. I was like, we have covered zombie music material in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered if that would come up, but thanks thanks mm-hmm. for the shout out. Oh yeah, it was great. Well, if you enjoyed this, we have more nonsense like it on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Of course, follow us. Oh, Joe, do you want to plug anything? I'm sorry. Uh, 
Nah. <laughs> Follow Happy us. Happy Halloween. On Happy Halloween. On social media <laughs> at Church Jams Now everywhere. Of course, may all your favorite bones stay together and creep and out. your unfavorite ones break apart. <laughs> Creep out. Church jams now. Creep out, Montfrey. Jams now.